0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, Hing.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, where you'll learn to awaken your divine intuition and open your human heart. Sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and learn. Here's Sarah. Hey, buddy, and welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Today is December 7th, 2012. We are taking callers. It's a live show. 877-230-3062. 8772303062 and today we're sort of on part 1 of our holiday triage which is uh, we're talking about the trifecta of food, finances and family during this holiday season and not just because it's the holiday season, but because we are noticing as we move towards solstice and end of 2012 and the shift, how big and crunchy and wild this ride is is turning out to be. Um, so today we're going to talk about food and overindulgence and what this means from a spiritual perspective. So call in 877 877- 2303062 and you know you don't have to talk about food. <laughs> you don't have to talk about that. Uh you do not have to admit how many uh cookies you ate last night or how many eggnogs you drank. If you have questions about anything going on in your life, uh anything at all, that's just fine. We're just sort of sticking to a main theme today as this is what a lot of us Um, are facing. So I want to start out first, a couple housekeeping things. We want to wish, send our well wishes to Shannon, whose husband uh, just had hip surgery yesterday. And uh, I want to send out some really good vibration and prayers to her because she's got some little guys, uh, uh, or (laughs) one little guy and another on the way. And, um, hard to deal with all that Shannon so our thoughts are with you she's been a caller to the show so just take a quick little moment and send a brief little prayer uh, out to Shannon who's dealing with kind of a lot right before the holidays and uh also we want to <laughs> we want to send our well wishes also to another Shannon who had a bit of a tricky situation today and uh we want to say hold your head high girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh it's all good um when, you know, she had a little uh in- incident with some folks that she knew and we want to just say, you know, just hang in there, hang in there. It's all good. Overall, as we look at the season ahead, this countdown through 2012 and you know, I got to say I am sure hoping that this shift as we've been calling it, which I, you know, this shift that last year I fully denied and said, ah, oh, that's not happening. No, that's just, you know, new age made up. That's, there's nothing to the shift. And now I am eating my words uh, in giant mouthfuls saying, oh yeah, the shift is here and it's a doozy. And what In all the time that I've been doing this, I have not yet seen a time in which people are being asked to change so radically from the person that they were into the person that they can be. And so a lot of you are experiencing really um, either absolute crashing of sort of the old system in your life, whether this is your romance, or this is your job, or this is the place where you live, or this is your health. And it's not so much that these crashing downs are taking us down permanently. Uh, Like, for example, if you look at illness, a lot of you guys know I just made it through a couple cancer surgeries, and I'm fine now. I'm fine. But the process of doing that shook up my world in a way that I will never be the same again in terms of how I look at my own mortality and what I want to do with whatever time I have left on this planet. And if other people, you know, they're in relationships, maybe the relationship isn't ending, but it's being renegotiated in a pretty fascinating way. Or maybe you're... um, losing a job not to be unemployed permanently or, you know, for a long period of time, as might have happened, I don't know, even a couple years ago when we just sort of crashed and were left to hang out on the line for a long time. Um, But again, it's like we're being redefined. It's like the universe is saying, hey, all these beliefs that you've had, perhaps they're not all appropriate or perhaps they're not all true and what person have you been wanting to step into and the shift is about let's step into this person let's step into this i do uh i invite you to call in 8772303062 i would love to hear about your experiences during the shift whether things are crashing and burning for you or whether um you feel like you've maybe just uh in the last couple months made it through the crash and burn and you're beginning to see the light on the other side and that's also what i'm noticing with a lot of clients is like the more you the more you are willing to face what's actually being presented to you the quicker you can move fast move forward through it and the more this um shift that's happening it's like you can get to the other side you can get to the other side really fast if you're able to look at it right in the face what you're being asked to let go of uh on another note i have a uh an email from uh nicole uh, i just wanted to touch base on this cuz this is coming up a lot Uh, Dear Sarah, I am currently reading your book, Becoming Your Best Self. So that is the book, the intuitive training book. Uh, I've always been fascinated with spirituality and over the past, over the past more recent years, I have been feeling like I need to be more open to receive messages. I'm just beginning to learn more about my spirituality, but I feel as if I'm blocked. I know I'm ready, but there's some fear attached to it. Fear of the unknown, fear of the messages I will receive, the things I will see, etc. Uh, I've gone through a couple of your exercises. I feel the tingling at the top of my head, and I feel relaxed, but I have not experienced anything visually. I can't seem to imagine anything specific. She goes on, I get a lot of bright lights, an overwhelming warm feeling, and my whole body gets goosebumps and waves of tingles through the body. So these are all great, but nothing so far that you have described others experiencing. Um, Am I not doing it right? Any tips or reassurances would be so greatly appreciated. So I just love this question from Nicole because it's a question that I get a lot of times um, lately as folks are diving into this book, The Becoming Your Best Self, which is, It's kind of confusing because I have two two books out new right now, and they both have kind of yellow covers. But one is Becoming Your Best Self. That's what we did on this show for 19 weeks. We dove into all this intuitive training, and that is the book. You can get it on Amazon or on my website that teaches you step-by-step how to do clairvoyance, just everything. That's intuitive, and then I have my other new book that just came out, the four passages of the heart, which we've worked a little on, and we'll do a little more on. But this idea of "Am I doing it right?" or "Nothing's quite happening yet," or "It's not happening exactly like um, exactly like your like like it's being described," and this is fine and appropriate. And when I work. Um, when I work privately with folks in intuitive training, often the first session is all about, ah, oh, you know, nothing's happening. <laughs> nothing's happening. You know, I feel the tingling. I feel the goosebumps, but I can't see. And so when I teach this in workshop setting, I describe it as if you've ever had uh, been to the doctor, the eye doctor, they put those lenses on to check your vision, and they'll put a lens on, then they'll go, better one, and then they'll flip the lens and go, better two. And one of those lenses is going to give you more clarity. Better one, better two. And in this work of intuitive training, um, it's almost like it's pretty hazy for quite a while, and then suddenly something just turns and you sort of step into psychic seeing or psychic hearing it's like it's like you're sort of there and then the the focus comes into focus or the the audio gets dialed up and so if you're in a place where you're doing the exercises and you're getting these fantastic physical reactions like goosebumps or tingling or going into deep trance and nothing else is quite happening for you uh, don't worry about it. Just trust that as you float around in this ethi- etheric realm more often, as you kind of get immersed in this divine area, the focus and the hearing are going to start to come. As you guys know, I offer um, what's really useful sometimes is to have the audio for the book walk you into all of the um into every meditation so you don't have to like do it <laughs> do it by yourself so you can get that audio becoming your best self on my website and for lots of people, that's been the whole way. Like, oh, I just put that on and I listen and then, oh, now it's happening. And that's an easier way to sort of track onto how to do that. Alrighty, We are going to take a quick break. We are taking callers 877-230-3062. Today is December 7th, 2012. So we're on the three-week countdown <laughs> To December 21st, the solstice, so big, big, big time there, and we're taking live callers today, 877-230-3062, and we will be right back with more Ask Sarah. Trail your fingers through my hair And press it to your cheek Somewhere the sun is shining On the other side of the world Hey everybody and welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. We are talking today, we're talking about a lot of things, but we, we will eventually get to our theme topic for the show, which is the holiday trifecta of food, finances, and family. And today we're talking about food and overindulgence. So we are taking live callers, 877-230-3062, and I welcome your comments on anything you'd like to talk about going on in your life with the shift and how <laughs> how the shift is treating you as we wind down to these last uh, you know couple weeks before solstice and uh the supposed Mayan day in which uh, we're going to see this enlightenment and this awakening we're going to go to the phones now and it looks like we've got the lovely Catherine on the line Catherine are you there yes hi sarah hi how are you good to talk to you, you so too. what is going on in um your life
0: um well I'm actually having a really 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 hard day Uh um when and you know with the quote-unquote shift and it just feels like everything is in my face and um I don't I don't really know what to say except for it's just really hard
1: yeah um so, does it help at all if if what you just said is kind of like every single client I've had in the last two weeks has sort of prefaced their thing like with the same, <laughs> and even in my own this weekend, it was like this is bad. <laughs> this is not a happy day. Everything's blow it was seemed like it was blowing up around me. Um, do you want to talk specifically about some of the things that are? You know, bring um, you. Um,
0: I guess it's kind of all like a family, financial, life path, crisis, mm-hmm. like all rolled into one big thing, and I'm seeing everything clearly or clearer than I have, and um, I I don't know what to say except for it just feels like it's just yeah, it's like what you said, like you. Like I
1: can't stay where I was, mm-hmm.
0: and and I, for some reason it's just all happening today.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think and I think it it like it literally is all happening today. And for me, it happened Saturday, and uh, I think I cried most of the day. And and yeah, I got that most of it was in moving through it. Um, um a lot of it was all about my feeling of. This is how things should be. Like, this is how I've always been hoping they'd be or wanting them to be. Um, and then the universe saying, you know what? Those, those ideas, like, you don't have to have it that way, actually. We're actually taking you to a different place where those kind of like fearful ideas don't need to be, um, corrected. So I'm wondering for you, like, like, I'm wondering if had the idea of things had to be a certain way or had to be fixed and maybe um, you're saying like, no, they don't, they're not going to be fixed. Like you think it's going to be different.
0: Sort of. And it's like, yes, that's true. And it's, it's like, um, I don't know how to, I don't know how to make things work.
1: Right. right. I don't know
0: how to do it and I don't see any hope. Mm
1: hmm. And is this more around your family or? Um,
0: family and finan- like the finances and the life. Just, yeah, family and I would say family, finances, and how are we going to get ourselves out of
1: this a lot of
0: things?
1: Yeah. Well, let's kind of split them up because family is something you've been working on for a while. And mm-hmm. that is, I think, calling for. Like a lot of people are just having to decide that um their birth families say are just not going to be sort of accompanying them next year. Like it's, I kind of get that.
0: I do get that.
1: It's like you're gonna go to more of your spiritual and friend families or mm-hmm. the family you create. And it's really hard, but that's what I'm noticing. It's like, why are why are we even going, you know, like the traditional go back to the holidays why are we even doing this? Because it's just right, so horrible. Right. It sounds like trip to hell, you know, and, and with, with gingerbread. And, and why? Why not create our own way? And yes, there is pain of letting go, but at this point it almost seems like pain of letting go is much less than pain of going back.
0: Very much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So are you at a place where you... Uh, can make decisions about whether you go back or not. That you could still do that.
0: Um. Well, it's
1: all, Or is it all sort of
0: a done deal that we're going back at the holidays? Um. But um. Uh, yeah, and I don't feel. I w- I wouldn't feel comfortable saying no to that. At this at point. At this point. At this yeah. point. Yeah. But ask beyond that. No.
1: Yeah. I can. Yeah. you make other arrangements so that you're like well we're doing this already we're not right. we're not gonna come back this year um, um I know like and I I hope my mom's not listing but you know like we we uh we always go to my mom's and it's it's the the main hard thing there is that it's really tiny and so we've got like uh five two two regular adults and then five very large, teenagers or young adults kind of crammed into this two-bedroom condo. And it was fun when everybody was little, <laughs> even the car, uh-huh. running, everybody was little. And then now it's just horrible. It's just horrible. It's like we're in the gulag together, you know, just like, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just so bad. And so it's uh-huh. kind of like, why are we doing this? And I, for, I think we're doing it this year because last year I swore never again. And this year I think we're doing it because, you know, my mom was ill and it just felt like she can't travel. And, but, um, yeah, it feels like it's a time to let go of, uh, this old way and just create something different, you know, going forward, um, and seeing family. And if, if it's not working and it's so painful to just really give yourself a break and give myself a break and just kind of create something different, Mm -hmm. um, And then, you know, the finances piece for you, I don't feel that doesn't seem as hopeless. That just seems, uh, that just seems better and like there's going to be a lift there. Um, even if it's just a lift in attitude pretty soon, it, it feels like that may be more of a mental construct than the reality. Like, I don't know, it just doesn't seem as stuck as you. Um, are thinking of it right now?
0: I mean, I'm I'm like wondering if I need to go back to work full time, or I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, it definitely seems that um, you're going to have a lot of changes in how how you even want to spend your day, and perhaps going back to work would be really freeing for you in a lot of ways. And really get you into a different vibration than what you're experiencing now, which is, you know, taking care of a little one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty isolating. Pretty isolating. And um, sometimes it's moms are much happier working and doing daycare and, and being around <laughs> adults and <laughs> creative people. And, you know, um, I, know. I don't be any shame in, in opening yourself up to, like, what if that is? the the best possibility for everybody what if it's again like that old idea of i need to stay home with my child maybe you don't maybe for you with all your creativity maybe best cases you get out in the world and kind of explore that and expand quite a bit more this coming year mm. yeah that's that's what i'm seeing that you'd you'd be uh, once you get over the mental idea, the old idea that it's required that you stay home, uh-huh. you sort of thrive in a way you haven't felt so good in a couple of years. Like, it's just like, ah, yeah, people, adults, this is awesome. And it just <laughs> feels really cool. So I think that might be on your horizon. It's just getting through the old idea that that's not okay. You know, oh, and I
0: still want—I still want another child
1: too. <laughs> yeah, well, you can do that. You can do that while you're working. I mean, not while you're at work. You, can, you can't. Create, <laughs> you can create that. You know, like when you come home, and yeah, absolutely. Those those are not in conflict at all. So, so, I guess I'm just thinking that just like relax, and also know that you have quite a bit more choice. Um, you have quite a bit more choice and that a lot of what's what's holding you back and what's holding me back and what's holding lots of people back is this, this rigid holding on to these old ideas that the guides are sort of saying, oh, those aren't true. It's not true that your daughter would um, be harmed in any way if you went back to work. That would be okay. It's not true that if you didn't go back next year, that that would wreck everything forever. It's like, those are just not true anymore. You're kind of moving beyond it. Anyway, well, Catherine, I hope that helps. I feel like it's pretty hopeful. And and crying is wonderful. Just cry all today. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. tomorrow, start looking at some other possibilities. Like, okay. maybe I could do a different. Because that's what happened to me. I cried and cried. And then I was like, those are all old ideas. Yeah. It's almost like looking at worst case scenario. And allowing that and then realizing worst case, looking at it that way gives you a lot of freedom to create a whole different, whole different way of doing things. Like you are not stuck. You have so many options of what you could do. It's just the belief is holding you in only one option. And so let go of the belief so you can move forward. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling. All (laughs) right. Thank
0: you, Sarah. Okay. Well,
1: thanks. Good. We're going to take a quick break. We will be back with more Ask Sarah. And I want to remind you guys that, let's see, holiday specials on readings. On my website right now, I've got 30-minute readings, which I don't usually offer. Maybe offer those a couple times a year, so it's a good time. And I've got two for readings, so two for the price, not two for the price of one, but they're discounted. Uh, I've got, um and I've got my new book, um... The Four Passages of the Heart, which is available as an autographed copy if you'd like to get one of those and makes a great gift. And that's what we're going to be working on next year, kind of working our way through that book and the enlightenment and opening and expansion that that book talks about. We will be back with more Ask Sarah in just a moment. And welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Today is December 7th, 2012, three weeks before the giant doozy of a day of solstice and the shift. We are taking live callers, 877-230-3062. And while we we are officially talking about the holiday trifecta of food, finance, and family, we are sort of talking about everything. We just spoke with Catherine, who talked a lot about how today was sort of like the apex or the, I'm not sure I'm using that word right, but the, the, um, gathering of everything bad that, um, she's been working on for a while and kind of everything, everything coming to the forefront and everything coming to her attention all at once in terms of how, uh, many difficulties she and her family were facing. And what arrives is this idea that this is what's happening right now. We are being put face to face with the things we need to change. But the thing is that we're not necessarily and probably not supposed to change things in the way that we've been wanting to change them. So if you have issues with your family, which most of us do, uh, then that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to fix things with your family as you've been hoping uh, for and working towards. Perhaps in many situations, you're going to need to separate from your family. And that is what the shift is requiring of you to let go of past wound and not try and fix the wound when it can't be fixed, but to let go and to move more fully into your true self, to move more fully into your true self. So that's one of the things uh, that we're kind of looking at with the shift is what's your biggest fear and um, um, what's what needs to be looked at and perhaps the letting go of old beliefs around, okay, this is the only way to fix it, is what you're being asked to do uh 8772303062 um i want to talk a little bit about the holiday food thing because that is something like i know <laughs> last night we were watching we watched the bells of st mary which i've never seen it's with bing crosby and ingrid bergman and anyway i might might have time to talk about that but so we're sitting there watching the movie we don't watch tv or movies that much but maybe once a week and and i have all this like holiday food that's all in the packages put in the back of the pantry so that uh my 17 year old son will not come home and immediately grab a package of like fancy holiday cookies and rip it open and shove it in his mouth i have everything kind of hidden and um so we're watching the movie and everyone's like, Oh, do we have any sweets? And I'm like, Oh no, there's no, there's no sweets here. What do you think this is? And knowing that there's this super, you know, luxury stash of sweets in the back and they're asking again, ah, do we have any sweets? And finally I'm like, okay, we can get out this one box of little chocolate things. And so we all just Plow into those, you know, shoving them into our mouths is horrible sight. We're we're just like total sweet addicts over here, which is why we don't have them very often. And um, it was great. The it was this sort of caramely chocolate, chocolate covered caramels with sea salt on top, and you crunch into them, and the chocolate melds in your mouth, and the and the caramel sort of drips everywhere and the salt sort of spices everything up. And we're like, yeah. And then I only had one. I got to I wanted to put that in for the record that <laughs> I only had one because I remembered what happened last year when I had the same candy. And I was like, I'm not going to do that again. But a couple people in our little family cluster had a couple more than one. And I noticed instantly how their mood changed. Like, Um, some people got like pretty hyped out from the chocolate and the caffeine and some people got kind of grumpy and where we had been before sort of this happy little movie watching group, suddenly everybody was acting different. And that's the kind of thing. So it's not about the calories of the holiday food, although, you know, of course they're going to have more calories. It's not about the health benefits because, or the health problem of the holiday food, because of course we are, yes, it's unhealthy food, but we're not eating it for like the whole year. We're just eating it for this specific, specific period of time. Um, What I feel the issue to watch out for around these holiday treats is that they make us feel bad, like we think they're going to make us feel good, but the combination of Sugar and salt and fat and um, especially the white flour, the clogginess that that makes on the system, they make us feel bad. And when we feel bad, we tend to go into emotional downswings. We tend to be cranky with each other. We tend to um, have lack of energy. We tend to sort of spiral down into this depressive state. And so, and and also speaking about, le- like, there's lots of alcohol during holiday season. You know, I don't know cocktail parties if that's the kind of thing you go to, or really lethal, <laughs> lethal kind of drinks like eggnog with alcohol in it. And um, I don't, I don't know, like what you have, but like, and maybe you're like, well, I don't drink. That's fine, but lots of people do drink, and so there's like these liqueurs that are, um, you know, just pretty toxic or or it's something we don't usually have. So even when we're sort of like, woohoo, it's the holidays, I'm going to my office party or I'm having people over, blah, blah, blah. And, and then this is why, you know, Alka-Seltzer <laughs> was invented because you feel bad. You feel bad when you get this, this toxic mix of sugars and alcohol and staying up late and being out in the crowds and spending money that maybe you don't have. Um, and again, I know not of, not all of you are doing this. I know all, many of you have moved to a much more conscious way of celebrating the holidays and a much more conscious way of managing the way you eat and drink during this time. Um, but for a lot of us, this is sort of how, mainstream, you know, sort of bleeds into our lives with all these, you know, if you work in an office, it's probably likely that right now in the break room, there's some giant thing sent by a client of chocolate. Um, If you work in, you know, something like that, it's pretty, pretty clear that this is the time that all this stuff is around. So don't, I'm going to just suggest to you that you take the approach from a spiritual and an emotional look at holiday food and holiday alcohol. And maybe instead of going down the guilt path of, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get fat or I'm going to get fatter if I have this stuff or, you know, uh, the health angle, this is poison to my body. My body is my temple. I will not put it in there. Um, Instead of going down either of those paths, which are pretty common in terms of nutrition, I'd like you to look at spiritual path of um what do I need to do to feel in state of highest vibration around food and alcohol? And maybe some things are gonna leave you in high maybe cookies. Cookies agree with your particular body setup but chocolate doesn't, or you can drink a glass of wine, but if you have, I don't know, like a mixed drink, you'll get really sick, or you can't have any alcohol ever. Um, And we're not even talking about smoking and drugs and all the other addictions that lots and lots of folks listening right now have. Let's be serious. I I don't know what the statistics are, but... um, Many, many, many Americans and actually people all over the world, regardless of spirituality, practices, etc., have a lot of uh, substance addictions, food addictions, all kinds. So we're just going to lay that out there. Whatever it is, your thing, just look at how the holidays create extra stuff that we're not used to that make us feel yucky. And if you can sort of figure out which of those things make you feel the yuckiest in terms of your emotions and in terms of how you feel when you get up in the morning and in terms of your energy level, um, perhaps you can eliminate those. Uh, for example, I don't eat, uh, I'm mostly pretty much primarily vegetarian. I occasionally eat chicken maybe twice a month. And so, when we go to my mom's, we have these Swedish meatballs. That's the tradition because of my Nordic heritage. We have the meatballs. And most years, I dutifully attempt to have a meatball, and I get really sick. And it's like I can't have red meat. My body is no longer used to it. And so, when you're faced with the ham and the roast beast. <laughs> these traditional, more mainstream things that maybe you don't usually have, just say no, just say no, don't, you're not a child. You don't have to go back to the, you must clean your plate. You know, if, if your parents or relatives are pretty mainstream still in their habits and their eating practices, like just say, no, thank you. It's not, you know, you know, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm good. Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I've got what I need here. Uh, no pressure. Instead of taking the obligatory bite and feeling horrible and then wondering why you're so cranky because, and why your emotions are running so high, and it's because your body is having to deal with all this stuff that it doesn't like, and this changes your emotions and this shifts your experiences for the holidays. So I'd like you to just look at that like, Almost do a little pendulum swing over each food (laughs) you're invited to look at or almost do a little vibrational check in with your guides like, how's this holiday food for me? Oh, Sarah, you cannot have the chocolate caramels because they make you really sick, but you can have a very small piece of this coffee cake because that's going to agree with you. You know, how's this food? How's this beverage going to make me sick? Make me feel you ask your guides. It's like, if you have that eggnog, you will be paying for it for three days. So just just check in with your guides. If you do use a pendulum, which I'm kind of like a little iffy on, but that would be kind of handy to just be like, hey, is this the food that is going to be serving me today? And um, guard your emotional state during the holidays. Guard your emotional state, especially during this time frame, because... Uh, we got a lot going on here. We got three more weeks till solstice. Uh, three more weeks until all of this shift happens, um, and it's it's picking up speed right now. And we are all feeling it. We are taking live callers today eight seven seven two three zero three zero six two. And we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back with more Ask Sarah. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. We're taking live callers, 877-230-3062, and we're talking about how to manage your emotional state, your your vibrational state by what you decide about food or and alcohol and what you don't decide about food and alcohol. During the year, and I'm just suggesting to you that perhaps instead of going down the guilt path of, you know, there's all these tips like eat a bowl of carrots before, you know, you go to the holiday party or eat a full meal. You know, it's like Scarlett, Scarlett O'Hare, Scarlett O'Hara is that right? And Gone with the Wind. You know, she she was the the women of the day had to eat a full meal before they went to a party so they wouldn't be hungry and it would appear appear like they never ate. Well. Don't do any of that. Just go in there with this idea of um, I'm going to really try and choose. I'm going to really try and avoid the stuff I already know. And you already know. You already know what the culprits are for you. Um, makes me feel sick. And um, so, like, what I'll do is say, I, say I'm say i going to an event and I'll just get, like, bubble water in a wine glass and it's great. Like, you're totally clear-headed. You feel fantastic. Um, uh, you connect with people much more authentically, and yet nobody's pressuring you because they see, like, oh, you're already taken care of. So try try things like that. Just, just see what it's like to kind of choose foods that help your emotional state. It's almost like avoiding the landmines that are, <laughs> are going to be presented to you at every twist and turn. Um, and if you have a day where you just binge out, you know, let it be. Let it, you know, okay, whoops, I feel terrible. Start over again the next day, fresh. Begin again, begin again, begin again. We are always invited to begin again. Um, as Vin Marti of Soul Motion, uh, uses as his phrase, but it's true. We're always invited to, uh, mess up and try again. It's okay. It's we don't there's perfection is not the required the required uh place for us. I want to talk a little bit about the bells of St. Mary. I don't know how many folks have seen it, but it's basically so I've been um I have been out uh I'd say church shopping and choir shopping in my area and I was really excited about this thinking surely I would be able to find something that Resonated, and I'm kind of heading out there, and I'm not so sure. I'm not quite sure. I'm I'm finding what I I think I want. Um, a lot of my views are pretty pretty specific, as you guys know, with what I teach, and and I'm not quite finding that. Even in even in maybe new, new thought, not quite finding it. But anyway, Bells of Saint Mary was all about. It's about basically Bing Crosby, Inger Bergman, uh, uh, this nun, um, praise and praise and praise for this rich man to give her a building for her school. And so really, it's about manifesting through prayer, which is pretty interesting because I think this movie was, this might be wrong, but it feels like it was in the 40s, 30s or 40s, um, manifesting through prayer. And the guy that plays the rich guy is the same guy that played Clarence the angel in um, um, that other movie with, um, you know, <laughs> sorry, I'll, I'll come back to me. But. So manifesting through prayer and also there's this deep part where the priest and the nun both have to make these very tough decisions from the heart instead of from the dogma or from the rules. And I find this as I'm looking around for place of, you know, congregation place of community in my area. um, I'm finding that these are really interesting. It's really interesting that these strong ideas manifesting through prayer and making decisions that are, are like quote unquote wrong decisions but that actually are right in the divine sense. We're so fully laid into this, folded into this movie, Bells of St. Mary. Um, in contrast, I went to a couple blogs blogs of churches I was looking at, and the, the priest or pastor blogs are like really punishing, really fear-based, really based on this idea that if you don't follow a certain way, you don't follow a certain way, then you're doing it wrong and you're going to be punished by God. And this is just, this just showed me like even back then, these creative folks, these movie people who made Bells of St. Mary, were tuned into the ideas that we hold widely during this shift. We hold widely to the idea that, yes, of course we can manifest through prayer. Or raising vibration or meditation, or using steps of manifesting that connect with our heart and our deepest longing, yes, the universe is absolutely on our side. uh yes, we have the ability to move in our lives in flow we listen all this spiritual community listening to this show understands this really clearly, right? We got that one and and maybe that was set up in you know, decades ago and we're finally coming to fruition on this idea now with many, many, many folks following the secret law of attraction, all that kind of stuff. So that's very hopeful. And then this other idea that uh, the dogma, the rules are, um, you know, meant to be broken and that what's right is so often not written in the rules. This has been, the story of the whole occupy wall street and the whole gosh everything we've been coming through that that fear and punitive ideas and separation it's all um it's all just like old 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 stuff and we do not need it anymore so i don't know yeah i'm not you can watch the movie if you want it's really long you know how uh, old movies <laughs> Like, we're so used to this fast editing, and then old movies. It's like, oh my goodness, wow! This is like like the long time, and it's also black and white. And Bing Crosby sings a few songs, um, and Ingrid Bergman's just just fantastic as the nun, like praying. Um, but you know, just just take a look, take a look at um, these old ideas that all the fear and the pain and the punishing is like that. We are asked right now to let this stuff go and just to say you know what that is not my reality you can stay there if you want you know to the whatever organization is existing there you can stay there it's your parents, it's your boss, it's the church it's corporation it's whatever you can stay back there in fear and pain but I am not going to be there with you I am going as divine being and I'm going to be going to a different reality. And the actual truth is, when you make this pledge to yourself, the different reality actually begins to come into your, your awareness. It's it's like you choose your perception of where you are, your choice of where you want to be vibrationally, your decision. This is kind of what the shift is about. It is act, asking actively making the choice to exist in higher vibration permanently and not this slip sliding back as we have been doing all the last couple of years, but to just say, you know what? I am done with the pain. I am connecting my heart and my soul and my mind on a higher way. And when you make that choice, uh, it's what begins to happen. And this is what we're starting to see with all this enlightenment. So, very good. I want to ask you guys to take a look at, so holiday specials, 30 minutes readings, two for readings, great deals. I think they're on for a couple weeks. No, I think they're on. They're, they're not. There's not that much time left because I'm trying to get them wrapped up before our vacation starts for everybody. Everybody starts to slow down. So check that out on my website. You will not be disappointed. Also, my new book is available, uh, the Four Passages of the Heart, as an autographed. If you're in the U.S. or continental U.S., I will attempt to get that shipped out to you as fast as possible so you could give it for Christmas giving. And uh, I just realized that, so next week we're going to do... finances and probably combine it with family as I just realized that December 21st is the solstice and December 21st is going to be this show, Ask Sarah. And I just decided I'm going to do something pretty cool for solstice, maybe some kind of ceremony thing that we can all do together on that magnificent day. And a Cameron, our producer, was joking about, well, the zombies are coming. And I was like, yeah, and the aliens are coming. But you know what? I think we're... I think we're going to be okay. So we will do some kind of ceremonial ritual thing. And maybe we'll even do something where I have you guys email in before. And we can do some collection of wishes like I did a couple of years ago in Hawaii for a lot of folks. So uh, mark that date right now, December 21st, Solstice Show, which is going to be fantastic. You have been listening to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. You can find me at... Sarah uh best way to know what's going on is to click that little green box and put your email in so that I have a way to find you hang in there guys uh, big big crashing turmoil wow yeah it's all happening hang in there and we'll be back next week with more Ask Sarah Want more of Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in every Friday for more amazing teachings on intuition, spirituality, and you. Want to contact Sarah Direct? Visit www.sarahwiseman.com.